All right, folks, we've almost made it to the weekend. For those listening or watching live on this 22nd day of July, 2022, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Just about to begin, just give you a heads up where we're going today. We do have Eddie Stone I was able to interview to talk about this uh, Pure Body Extra Zeolite colloidal suspension, five bucks, but that expires Sunday night, the 24th at midnight Eastern time. So we're gonna you're going to learn more about it. It's great stuff, why you want to do it. Uh, in the first hour, though, we have a uh, returning guest, uh, Scott Shera and Vera Sharav together. What a fascinating journey each have been on to come together to talk about um, a lot of the disasters that we're witnessing, like a slow motion train wreck, but rapidly in the loss of life here in the United States and the Western world in adopting hospital policy, policies for COVID that are tantamount to genocide. Genocide. Yes, I said the G word there. How? Why? We're going to talk again to Scott and Vera, find out about that. But first, uh, I want to talk about an interesting uh, lawsuit coming up against the Biden administration by state attorneys general. Free speech. Did they collude against it? We got that and a whole lot more. Come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen. And there's a chat room there. We'll see you there. And text RSB to 22828 to become part of the newsletter family. And we'll uh, we'll be right back with you with the Robert Scott Bell Show starting now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, heading into the weekend. I hope you're starting to harvest things out of your garden partway through the summer already. Depending on where you are, you probably have. And I I would spotlight my stuff, but I'd rather spotlight Super Don stuff to show you. How, yes, even Super Don can grow food. I don't. Do you still have that in your studio? Do you? Because I do. I, I do. I sent you right? a picture of the first one yesterday, and you asked me if I was growing albino carrots. Yes, it looks like an albino carrot. But I just I picked this just before we uh, Ooh, we, we, we got on mm. here, and that is actually a radish. You waskily radish. That, that's an icicle done. I, icicle radish, and they're they're pretty good. They're kind of like a carrot. Yeah, a little bit a little bit of a, a, a bite to it. Right. Nice. Little radishy Every kind of, of uh, 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 radish that I'm used to. I'm used to the the smaller, rounder ones I've grown mm-hmm. in the past that have kind Those of are the reddish, more popular ones. Yeah, little, maybe purplish kind of look. But yeah. that's great, fantastic. Uh, did I send you a picture just of some things uh, my wife uh, harvested this morning? I was doing a training at a medical doctor's office on silver and copper, and and I didn't get out to the garden. I came home and I saw this. Oh my gosh! Look what came out of the garden today. That was kind of fun, and uh, just a little little basket we got green beans which are amazing a few blackberries as you can see in this picture and a nice our first i think this is our first zucchini and then hold on for dear life because as they start coming fast and furious you're gonna be like how 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 much zucchini bread can i make Uh, i've got i've got about eight or nine of them that are that are they're coming out right now they're not quite ready to pick but yeah well the good news is again as we've talked about the, the the growing of food that the greatest example here on this show that anybody could do it. And this is not a diss on super Don. He acknowledges it. And we make fun of him with Marjorie Wildcraft, but if super Don, super Don can do it, <laughs> everybody can. Uh, and that's a great, great thing. And that's the point of how do we, how do we buffer against what's going on around the world that we have no control over is to take responsibility more and more for our own sustenance. And then, and only then when we have that ability, then we can help others too. Uh, and that's a good thing. Now, briefly on the freedom of speech front, uh, real quickly. By the way, um, we have Vera Sharav and Scott Shera on 
the show this first hour, which is fantastic. Second hour, we're going to uh, visit in more in depth uh, Eddie Stone from uh, Touchstone Essentials on this uh, zeolite colloidal type uh, zeolite product that's cleaned up that I'm taking. We're all taking, and uh, you can get it for five bucks if you order it before Sunday at midnight, Sunday the 24th of July. For those of you listening or watching live, but on the uh, freedom of speech front, uh, this is a uh, it's an interesting sto- story if there ever was one. The uh, uh, Biden officials, Fauci and others, are being subpoenaed into this lawsuit. Uh, state attorneys general are finally stepping up and going, hey, what were you guys doing at the federal level? Were you actually colluding to suppress freedom of speech? You know, they, you remember they work with social media, the pressure we heard, pronouncements from people in the House of Representatives, the Senate, the presidency saying, no, you've got to do better. Uh, and, and they always had this plausible deniability clause, so to speak. It's not us. It's not us. These are private companies. And they get to decide, so you can't say you're being violated. Well, uh, some of these states are not believing it, and they've filed suit. And Fauci and five others, uh, uh, well, social media giants as well, uh, are being subpoenaed to answer some questions and get some discovery going here. Uh, So that's a good sign that at the state level, they're pushing back at the power of the federal government, the unbridled, unconstrained, uncontrolled um, federal government at this point. And, and freedom of speech, uh, uh, suppression of speech is, I, I won't say the least of our concerns, it's a huge one, but it's leading again to fascism, yes, it's leading again to genocide, the G word, which we're going to talk about this hour. Uh, briefly, if you like this guy Fauci, I said yesterday the only thing he should do is uh, he should be cleaning bathrooms in prison after being tarred and feathered and strung up by his toenails for the death that he's caused over his entire career, decades and decades of it, not just during covid um, Fauci, uh, is, um, making so much money. I mean, you think about this, the president's salary is 400 G's 400 grand Fauci's retirement pension will be 414,667. Now I'm not saying that the, uh, the presidency is not overpaid at this point, but the point is this guy has been in here for decades. I would say lifetimes at this point. And who likes this guy? I think most people that speak kindly of him do so because they fear him and what that what would happen if they speak openly against him in terms of uh, money flowing their way through NIAID to their projects at NIH, et cetera, and studies in science. So I uh, just want to give you a heads up on that. Um, if anything, you can do to usher this guy out of uh, the governmental workforce into an unhappy retirement. I know that's mean of me to say so. I'm not wishing violence on the guy. I'm not, honestly, that's not what I'm saying. But uh, justice will occur this life or the next for this guy. And uh, it's just a mess. So uh, what's not a mess is our friend Scott Shera. He's amazing. Love and appreciate this guy ever since we met. And uh, Kevin Tuttle brought, brought us together. And this man has a heart of gold. And he's been through so much with the loss of his daughter, Grace. And we've talked about his story. He'll, he'll be here to, to reiterate what happened, but the, the, the next step for him is to understand this larger intent and purpose of COVID and all the crazy protocols in hospitals and otherwise, what it is leading to the inevitable conclusion that most, I say most, a lot of people are coming to that. It's intentional on some level. And that's why we also have Vera Sharab coming on to the show again, survivor of the Holocaust, talking about the things that led to it. Because when you bring up the H word, in this case, Holocaust, and you say the preceding it, 
then people will try to dismiss you and say, well, everything it's just, yeah, that's not right. You can't do that. Or, you know, even people that are trying to help you remember the Holocaust, they don't want anything recognized in, as being similar as if there's only one, there's been many, but the point of this is learning from that one, particularly about what led up to it. And now Scott and Vera have come together to kind of bring this out from a historical and a modern contemporary current context. And so, uh, Superdon, if you don't mind uh, bringing Scott and Vera back onto the show right now. And there's Scott. There's there's Vera. Welcome back, both of you. Thank you for all that you're doing, and thank you for coming back on the show. Uh, Vera, before I get to you, I'm going to ask Scott, how, how did you meet Vera? How did you connect to come together and share what we're about to share? Well, thanks for the beautiful introduction, you're giving me more credit than I deserve. You know, it's by God's grace that I'm here. And just talking about Vera, I've got goosebumps on my arms because I feel like I'm in the presence of a movie star. And how this came about is two weeks ago yesterday, mm -hmm. I, uh, Kevin and I had been doing research on the Holocaust and comparing it from the World War II era to the current Holocaust that's going on. And we, we had well over a hundred hours of research and the comparisons were eerie. And, and we stumbled across Vera and we couldn't believe the knowledge base just by listening to her. And so then I asked Kevin to get a hold of her and he wasn't successful in doing that. So that morning, two weeks ago, this Thursday, I went on Google and just typed her name in and a phone number popped up. I called it and a lady answered and she started, I asked, to talk to Vera and she started quizzing me and um, pretty soon she said, I'm Vera. And uh, I, uh, I couldn't believe it. And uh, we became we became friends in this short period of time. We spent many, many hours together now. And um, <laughs> I just have really come to have the utmost respect for her. And I, I can't believe we're doing this together. It's wonderful. Vera, again, your connection with Scott. So he calls you up on the phone out of the blue, and you're like, who is this guy? i got to be sure he's for real before I say this is Vera. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get a lot of calls, you know. I know, of course. A lot of crank calls and marketing and all of that. So I just wanted to be sure, you know, because I'm busy too, you know, I'm doing work. And when he told me who he was, and I had heard about Grace, I didn't know the details, though. Mm-hmm. And when we started to talk, oh my God, I just, you know, it just really, really hit me because I knew from what I had already uh, known about COVID and about the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, March and April, when hospitals were essentially ordered to commit medical murder. Yeah. And that's what happened to Grace. So I was just, you know, when you hear an individual who got caught up in this dragnet, in this horror, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to help. Yeah. And the more we talked, the more we realized that people need to hear the two experiences, which are certainly not parallel, and yet they come mm -hmm. together. There is yeah. an evil thing going on right now. And... The difference is that today, even with all the censorship that they've tried and the case that you talked about, uh, nevertheless, people can find information on the Internet. 
there are lots of platforms. You just have to look for them. Yeah. And so the fact that so many people don't know this and don't bother to do some extra clicks and are instead swallowing, you know, fear-mongering propaganda is something that I really want to help change because mm -hmm. people are imprisoning themselves by being obedient sheep. Yeah, yeah, the sheeple of the world. And, um, you know, I've, I've talked about the, the, the shock and horror of watching what happened in Israel over the past couple of years. Like, of all the folks that should know about it, the Jews of this planet, the history of, of wholesale slaughter, Holocaust, etc., is something that you'd think you'd never forget. I've been to the Holocaust Museum in Israel, and yet they were conducting themselves as if it didn't happen with uh, uh, special stickers they would put on each other if they were uh, jabbed or not jabbed. They would be allowed to go to places or not. And, and so the historical examples manifesting again contemporarily are very real and horrific if you understand history as you do having survived it. I want to go back to Scott real quick because this is, you know, part of his story, the shock and loss, of course, of, of grace was initially horrible enough, but then slowly uncovering what had happened to her and realizing it was not an accident and that this is happening in other places for other people. And it's happening over and over again to come to a conclusion that you would connect with Vera and start talking in terms of this is a, a current contemporary present genocide. Um, that didn't happen like the snap of a finger. You really had to dig deep to get to this conclusion. Yeah, I had about 500 hours in Grace's case by mid-April, and I had been focusing on the details of what killed her, the Presidex, the three meds that took her out in 29 minutes, and then the illegal DNR. And, and finally, okay, I had enough details that by mid-April I had concluded what you and many other hosts have said was murder. I had concluded that this is this was premeditated murder. Well, then that opened up the door as to what's the real why behind it. And I had gone on the money trail before and you could see the money that's really real easy to see, but there was a lot deeper why. And that led to uh, genocide. It led to Agenda 2030. And all of a sudden the whole world opened up as to what's really happening. And that's when we started uh, beginning of June doing a deep dive into the Holocaust. And, you know, you realize we thought, so when I say we, Kevin and I thought we're going to be talking about this Holocaust coming up. And and then after we had, it was the beginning of, of July, realizing well, who's going to listen to a dad talk about the Holocaust. They're going to listen to somebody that really knows. And my gosh, we have the, we have the resident expert here with us today in Vera. Yeah. And, and Vera, you see the, uh, let's just say the patterns of history repeating that a lot of people don't want to look at. As you, I know it's it's horrific to look at it, uh, even to go to one of those museums and see what humans did to other humans. You'd say it's inhumane. That's an understatement. And yet we see within the medical community uh, currently, although there are folks waking up to this uh, these atrocities, but it's still occurring. And there are government uh, agencies that are, are dominating uh, even media and, and and speaking out on this that are trying to still suppress this kind of relationship that we're making to the past, to the present. How would you see similarities? What would you talk about in terms of your experience and what you've studied as well about that experience in the 20th century leading to what we're seeing in the 21st? Well, one of the things that uh, 
I used to say was unique about the Holocaust was the role of the medical profession. There have been other genocides, but they were not, uh, they did, were not in very particular ways uh, run by doctors. And that is what is so close now, because without the doctors, you wouldn't have the medical murder that's going on today. The way it's done is protocol is issued by the government. And we saw this with COVID right from the beginning. They put out a protocol that required people to not come to the hospital until they were very sick. And then they were put on ventilators, which killed them. They were given injections, which is how it started. You know, in Nazi Germany, the very first victims of medical murder were not Jews. They were German infants and young children under the age of three. They were disabled. This is a parallel to Grace. Part of the reason that she was killed was because she was disabled. Yeah. They considered her dispensable. The Nazis called the disabled worthless eaters. Okay. After the little children, and they were injected, some of them were also starved to death, so the doctors could record how long it took a young child to live without nourishment. Uh, it then went on to the mentally ill. They cleared out the asylums and the disabled altogether, children of all ages, and eventually the nursing homes. Now, the nursing home, and this was under a program that was called T4. Mm -hmm. They also tested out methods of murder, including, toward the end, the uh, Zyklone B, which they used in the crematorium in the mass murder. The gassing. The final solution, yeah. But they tested all this out first on some of these other people. Now, in March 2020, governors in my state, Governor Cuomo is a very prominent one, and governments in all of Western Europe and Canada and Australia issued orders to hospitals not to treat the elderly to send them to nursing homes where they essentially spread infection to others, both the caregivers and the other residents. And they essentially slaughtered, they slaughtered the elderly in nursing homes. In New York, 15,000 elderly New Yorkers were medically murdered under the orders of Andrew Cuomo, who predicted before he gave the order, before he issued the order March 19th, 2020, he predicted 
that this virus in nursing homes will be like fire through dry grass. He knew exactly what he was doing and he gave the order after giving immunity from liability to the hospitals and nursing homes. Hmm. So this, you know, when I saw this happening, I immediately thought of T4. And they lied. The government leaders lied. They, we were all told, first of all, that the, this virus hits the elderly in, in the worst way and it kills them. And that's the problem. It, it, that, you know, they never took responsibility for what the uh, protocol that they required them to follow. Uh, but the truth was, they also said that the hospitals were extremely overcrowded and that's why they had to send them to nursing homes. That's a lie. That was a bald lie. In New York, they had an empty battleship that was sent, you know, a naval battleship, old hospital battleship, with, with the, including with, with surgical procedures. They had all the facilities. Also, the Javits Center was set up as a hospital. It, those remained empty. They weren't used. Vera, I, I have to ask you something here about the, the, the I guess, the, the I don't want to say human nature, but the response by so many, let's say, let's pick out New York right now and say it's dominated predominantly politically, uh, particularly in the cities of a, a, a left leaning um, ideology, uh, government can solve problems that experts should be trusted. And uh, even as I'm um, not just me, but many of us in what we call new media, we're pointing out some of the things you're, you're bringing to our attention as well right now. Uh, we're dismissed as, you know, conspiracy theorists of course that's an easy way to stop critically thinking etc what is it about the minds of those that were actively engaged in supporting this new sort of holocaust and i'm not saying they're all consciously aware of it but it's no. like they're captured they're trapped they're hypnotized they're mesmerized they have not thoughts of their own at this point they become active and angry uh let's say enforcers for this state-sponsored terrorism on the people Part of it is, uh, you're right, it, it is the uh, progressives, or used to call them for progressives. Part of it is that they are very clued into the system. They're mostly university educated. So they're in the professions that very much are hierarchical. Mm -hmm. They rely on government now for grants, for all sorts of things. You know, doctors, for example, most doctors now in the city, and I don't know how it is in the smaller areas, are no longer in private practice. They can't afford it. They work, yeah, they work, they, they work for multinational corporations, hospitals that are huge. The hospitals, exactly. Yeah, they're employees and, now. Exactly. And once you're an employee of a hospital as a doctor you really give up your professional judgment you're not allowed mm -hmm. to make professional judgment you have to follow the protocol and if you don't the lawyers will get after you so doctors have stopped abiding by the precautionary principle in medicine 
a doctor's first commandment, first do no harm to the individual. They no longer abide by that. They do what they're told, what the guidelines tell them. And we saw this as to, to this day, doctors were forbidden by government to prescribe life-saving medicines that had been proven safe for over decades, like hydroxychloroquine, like ivermectin, like a whole lot of antivirals that have been fully licensed by the FDA. These drugs are no longer on patent, so nobody can make huge profits. Okay, that's one of the main reasons that they were forbidden to use them. And doctors who deviated from the protocol that they were dictated were saving lives. Uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who mm -hmm. just died recently of cancer. He himself saved more than 6,000 lives using a protocol that is meant to save lives, whereas the protocol that doctors were dictated were killing patients, and they pretended that they didn't see. Yeah. Well, this this is a, a, a the term wake-up call, overused, I get it, but in Look what with Scott with with Grace. Of course, that shocks your world. It shakes you out of whatever you thought was normal about life. Just you know, anytime we lose a loved one, that happens. But this led to something else because not every case of a loss of life results in finding such criminal behavior leading to what we would now determine to be murder, and then institutionalizing this murder, as you pointed out, even prior in the early phases of what's called COVID, but in the ongoing phases of if you get into a hospital scenario and they deny you treatment that could save your life, yet enforce treatment that is actually killing you. And That's Scott, it. you know, as a businessman as well in your life, uh, you know, when we say you were made for a time such as this, uh, at the same time, you look at your life to the point when you lost Grace and now move forward in Grace's honor and name that she, her efforts to wake us all up are not in vain at all. Yet you're now confronted because you're pretty much, I would assess, assume, maybe it's wrong, that you kind of relied on, yeah, he didn't think much of government institutions, medicine, you know, they were pretty much going about their business. They were trying to help people and would never consider the things that you're actually not only considering, but out there now speaking out about. Well, absolutely. I would say before Grace died, I had a healthy distrust for the government and Today, I would say my paradigm has completely gone to the op, the complete right. And now I would say the biggest thing that I have learned through all of this is that our government is absolutely 100% completely corrupt. Mm -hmm. And I want to shout that from the rooftops. And if people can wake up and see that, Grace's death won't be in vain. And I'm not angry about it. That's not my point. Uh, I'm woken up. Grace, Grace's death was used to wake me up. And now I have an obligation. You know, it is for a time such as this, the the book of Esther reference that you're, you're referring to. I mean, I was built for a time such as this. My business background, you know, thankfully my guys are running the business and I can do this full time. I'm, I'm doing this 90 hours a week and I can't stop. Every waking moment is trying to share this message so that 
we have a chance to have people wake up. And that's why I, I believe God keeps opening the doors. And the most recent one, of course, is, is meeting Vera. And it, it's, it's become uh, a responsibility. Vera has been in this fight way longer than I have. I've only been in it for nine months. Uh, she's been in this for, for decades and she's, she's right on. And I'm, I'm just thankful to be woken up. Uh, one of the, I'll just share one quick thing. Uh, Robert is a, a podcaster uh, a couple of weeks ago after he got done listening to the horrific details of Grace's story. He said to me, Scott, it's not safe to be hit by a car anymore. And that's, that's right on because if you get hit by a car, you lost control as to where you're going to get taken. And they're going to ask you questions when you get to the hospital. Things like, are you vaccinated? What's your church affiliation? And they get their arms around what you believe real quick. So in Grace's case, they said she had Down syndrome 36 different times in the doctor's reports. They referenced that she's unvaccinated. They referenced we're Christian. We referenced that we're following the frontline doctor's misinformation protocol. So think through the bias that they had. So you, you know, it took me a long time because I'm analytical and I want to assume the the best in the person, but uh, not anymore. I, I'm all in on this. Well, and it's a, again, it's a difficult place in space when you just you think just humbly about life and you try to do good, and then suddenly you, you're confronted with a, a a great evil. But I think the evil doers and Vera, you could probably confirm this. Count on the goodness of the average folks out there that they would not conceive of such a thing being done in their time like during the time of the run-up of the nazi reich that even though these things were happening it were incremental it wasn't like one day and then the next day we're, we're talking gas chambers and that's the point of the discussion here is we're evolving into the killing fields of the hospitals that have become more overt than ever, even though people like myself and others have been pointing out the dangerousness of going into a hospital, but it's not never been this dangerous, at least in a modern context of, of 21st century hospital inter intervention, so to speak. Uh, so do they count on our natural goodness, Vera, and they take advantage of that, that we would never do these things. And they know that if you wouldn't, they would, you wouldn't think others would, be capable of doing it either, even though historically it's happened. That's, that's exactly right. People cannot fathom that there are truly evil monsters who mean to do them ill, who mean to kill. They want to get, in fact, it's actually, they have written it in, in, and they have rehearsed some of this too. The COVID, the whole scenario was rehearsed several times. In uh, 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation laid out exactly a coronavirus, what would happen, the, the masks, the distancing, the whole, the whole nine yards, it was all planned. And they have written, the uh, ones who are particularly um, provide the mm, philosophy, the ideology behind this, this really, really, uh, eugenics ideology this is this is what the real virus is eugenics mm -hmm. eugenics holds that there are some people who are worthy and others who are unworthy okay and the nazis called them übermenschen and untermenschen and the ones who are superior 
have, they're entitled. They're entitled to rule over the others and do whatever they deem to be the way to go. Now, when you look at people that way, when you put a, a value on people's lives, that's, that's how the Nazis did it too. The disabled were, as I said before, they were the worthless eaters, as were the elderly in nursing homes. They, couldn't, they were no longer productive. Well, this, this attitude is very much alive today within the public health sector. Mm -hmm. All of them. Yeah. And, and what greatly uh, troubles me is not that we've identified them and we know what they're doing because we historically we know that this happens, but that there are so many cheerleaders for this. As I mentioned, people captured their mind, their body, their spirit, and actually enthusiastically cheerleading and bringing a seething hatred for those that they now perceive are unworthy. Those of us who refuse to get a you know experimental jab, for instance. Those of us who refuse to wear a mask like a satanic ritual. Mm -hmm. Those of us who simply want to remain free and also support the freedom of those we disagree with, uh, interestingly enough, but they would not afford the same kind of grace, speaking of that word grace, to all others as God does. And, and that, that's concerning because I think they're the enablers that allow this Holocaust to continue as, it, as they were in the first phase back in the 20th century when this happened. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely been said. Elie Wiesel, who was a Nobel laureate and an Auschwitz survivor, uh, he said it was the, the silence of mm. the onlookers that yeah. caused it. And uh, people don't realize that the lead up to the Holocaust took many years. Hitler right. came to power in 1933. Mm -hmm. The actual Holocaust, the mass annihilation of the Jews didn't really begin before 1942. Mm -hmm. So we really, it's a very long, but it was step by step. It was in phases. Right. Progression. We are witnessing some of those phases. We're in it now. And, and, and that the point of, the, I've seen memes like, if you wondered, if you're wondering what you would have done at that time of the lead up to that, you know, Nazi Germany Holocaust scenario, uh, just look around, you know, and see what you're doing right now. Are you speaking out? Are you calling it what it is, even if it's unpopular? And folks, I'm not asking for uniformity of thought on any of these issues, but just basic decency and, and respect for the freedom of people who want to be left alone and not want to be, uh, you know, part of a, a medical experiment of injection or otherwise, even if they were to find out that this technology was safe and effective 100% of the time, I still would not support mandating that or anything because there are fundamental uh, things that relate to the human dignity, the experience of being a human and the gift of life itself that acknowledge that we all have different experiences, beliefs, and views and that the United States was kind of an answer to the history of tyrannical government. And I'm not saying that our government has lived up to those high ideals all the time. I, I'm not under that delusion either. We see that the government is participating in a lot of these things that we say are so atrocious. It's like, how does, as I said, the people of Israel, how did they fall prey to this? And I come back to fear and fear of germs being a great vulnerability today and even moving forward, even if people are tired of hearing about COVID and have COVID fatigue. And I don't mean long COVID. I mean the fatigue about the whole thing. That they're still vulnerable should a 
Marburg smallpox Ebola claim be made, like they're trying to do, declaring more pandemics, real or imagined, that we would again give up our freedoms and ostracize people who don't believe the same thing that a lot of the people fall into because they're afraid. I'm just bringing this up as considerations for people from all backgrounds, political ideologies, etc., that we recognize we have a common enemy, and that enemy is anyone who would subvert our freedom to say that one has more value than another, like you said, you know, Ubermensch versus whatever, and, and, and then segregate them out, and then eventually it leads to, not overnight, the accepted elimination of the undesirable, so to speak. Well, they have been using psychology as a weapon just as medicine is used as a weapon. And this psychological terror that they have kept people in, so people need to have something, someone, a group to vent on, to blame. And instead of blaming those that are ordering them, dictating to them anti, anti-humane ways of living and, and completely curtailing their freedom, they're blaming the unvaccinated. So I find myself today being exactly in the same kind of position as the Jews were then, as I was then. They used to call (laughs) Jews spreaders of disease. That's why they put them in ghettos, spreaders of disease. And now they again falsely blame the unvaccinated for being spreaders of a virus, which is nonsense. Another parallel, though, that you're bringing up. And for those of you just tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show, Vera Sharab, survivor of the Holocaust as well, and Scott Shera, uh, who lost his, his daughter to the COVID protocols in the hospital, a criminal in, in, intent at this point has to be considered or, 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 or even you know pushed forward. I don't know if any attorney general will take the case on, but there's so much evidence that what's happening in hospitals uh, is, is murder. Uh, and whether it's first, second or third degree, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but, Scott, you're hearing these these p- parallels, if you will, from Vera. And, you know, you mentioned that it was important because you saw this as a Holocaust happening in hospitals today and said, how who's going to believe me? Right. This white Anglo-Saxon, you know what I'm saying? The waspy guy from the Midwest and like talking about a Holocaust. That's not going to fly. And then we have Vera here making those parallels. And I said, this is a human crisis. This is not white, black, red, yellow, uh, Christian, Jew, Muslim thing. This really is something where they're dividing us via the, the age-old Hegelian dialectic, which I've talked about on this show for many years, where they divide and conquer us artificially by setting us up, you know, for and against, and then they synthesize the two, and they keep up guiding us into a direction where we're more imprisoned or more vulnerable to being taken out of life altogether, as we've seen the acceleration of this in, in, in this COVID era. Exactly. Well, I think that's right on the uh, the parallel that I'd like to use as it applies to the disabled is specifically relative to Grace's death. So right now, statistically, in the United States, 67% of Down syndrome children are aborted. So does that have anything to do with Grace's death? And I believe it does. And I'll just go back to her birth to start this conversation out. Uh, when she was born, we had not done any of the tests. And so when I was in the delivery room and Grace came out, I thought, well, she looks like she has Down syndrome. 
And I said that to my wife and uh, they whisked her away because she had low oxygen. And a couple hours later, the doctors came in the room and said, we suspect your daughter has Down syndrome. Do you want to keep her? And we could hardly believe our ears. Of course we want to keep her. What are you talking about? And so that was the attitude then. So it wasn't about aborting her. It was about most people don't want Down syndrome children. So we have people that would adopt her. So now look at what happens when a young person gets pregnant. Their doctor encourages the, the wife to get an amnio. If the amnio shows that there's a disability, a complication, Down syndrome, the doctor encourages an abortion. So Hannah Arendt discovered this with the Adolf Eichmann trial and she called it the banality of evil. So the banality of evil means it's commonplace. So that's commonplace that that's an acceptable practice that the disabled should not complicate your life. And it's been going on for decades. So now Grace gets into a hospital with a protocol and a team that really already has a bad attitude towards Down syndrome. Why else would they reference the fact that Grace has Down syndrome 36 different times in a report? It's not a pre-existing condition. It's not a condition that changed the treatment protocol. It did nothing. It would be the same as if they wrote white male for me 36 different times in the doctor's reports. What's the purpose? It would serve no purpose whatsoever. So it's it's um, that 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 situation got me into looking a lot further, which, you know, of course, God made me a certain way. And, and yeah. uh, that's why I'm digging. Well, and, and I'm grateful for the way God made you. I, I'll just share the story, not to your embarrassment. And, and you know, it made me cry uh, when Kevin and I and, and, and Joni, my friend, were together at the uh, the Red Pill Expo. I think we went out to dinner, did we not? Was it that? That was a, a dinner. Yeah. And then afterwards, stopped at a gas station. I don't remember what it was for. Get, I don't even know if it was gas, whatever. But you, uh, Kevin goes in, you come out, you go in, and then you see this woman outside of the gas station with these uh, sparkly colored, basically pine cones. And we're in the car looking at this. I'm watching you going, what is he doing? You begin to talk to her. I don't know what is being said. And then next thing I see, you're embracing. You, you're giving her this, this big hug. And uh, you gave her a gift and she just was like crying. You were crying and you come back in. I'm like the heart that you have of, of gold and compassion and love just, again, it brings tears to my eyes right now. And, and, you know, I'm not saying it to make anybody feel better or worse about their own thing. I'm just acknowledging that your spirit looks to people in need and you want to help. And you genuinely put yourself in a place where a lot of people would not. And then, you know, losing your daughter, uh, you know, at a, a tender young age, what, 19 and, um, and, 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 and then all the things you've uncovered about that. And so suddenly you're, you're, you're kind of pulling a string and unraveling something so much bigger than anything you could have ever imagined. And here you're just a, a loving father who lost a daughter leading to this recognition of, and then speaking out or yelling like, you know, if you know, Paul Revere scenario, but it's like, it's already here. The British are already here. And I'm not speaking bad of the British right now, understand the concept of you see something, some imminent danger and you shout it out. But more than that, you're now looking, how do I get this? As I've always said, how do I get what I'm saying, what I've experienced to land? So other people really feel it, hear it, know it, see it, and then begin to act on it. We can't force anybody to act on it, but certainly we can do things. And Vera, you've dedicated your life as well, uh, not only from the history of the Holocaust and, and tragedies and traumas like that, but to see the parallels that have occurred and are occurring today. And then the two of you coming together to make this powerful, albeit 
very uncomfortable reality for all of us to see with more clarity so that we don't go down the same pathway as we know those who refuse to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And if some people say, well, history doesn't repeat, it, it rhymes. That's the other thing. It's, it's similar in its own circumstance. It's different, but it's the same at the same time. So I, I just want to acknowledge what I'm witnessing here in this communication with all three of us right now on the air uh, and how I'm seeing these things come together for a, a, a tremendous, powerful benefit for those that are willing to see it, even though it's uncomfortable. And then then also to find their way to speak out and warn others so that we don't go quietly into the years later when the overt slaughter fields from covert to overt become accepted, as we said, cheerleaded by the time you no longer can stop it. Uh, You know, while history doesn't repeat itself in the exact same ways, Mm -hmm. human nature doesn't change. Mm. Okay. And human nature in every group doesn't matter what ethnicity, what color, what religion, every group has its saints, let's call them, and its devils, its Satans. And unless we get rid of those Satans, they keep resurrecting, they keep coming back. It's like a multi-headed hydra, you know? And that's unfortunately what happened after the Holocaust some very, very, very few were judged at the Nuremberg trials, but most went on to live their lives. And many of those monsters were brought to the United States under what was called Operation Paperclip. Right. More than 1,600 Nazi doctors and scientists and their families were brought over and they then taught at the medical centers across the country Mm -hmm. and the military. They went on with the same research that they had been doing in Dachau and in other camps. Mm -hmm. You need to know that. And that's what we have reaped now. That's why that mindset of being able to carry out this vast experiment with an experimental technology that's never been used in human beings, that hasn't been tested. Every vaccine took about 10 years to bring to market. This one, Operation Warp Speed. The, I hate to tell this to people, but it's becoming clear that these jabs, these jabs are not vaccines. They don't protect. They are bioweapons. Mm-hmm. They're killing. And now they've got the babies online. The FDA gave its authorization for six month old babies and children under the age of five to join the herd. Yeah. And they're dying. There's already the VAERS reports, that's the vaccine adverse event reporting system of the government, of FDA and CDC. They ignore their own database, their own evidence, and they're killing children. Hmm. If there is a a light that I see here, and that is because you're speaking out, Vera, because, Scott, you're doing what you're doing, and so many in this audience and other shows are bringing this up, the message to parents has gotten through. I I covered this many months ago when uh, the Kaiser poll found that 
just a hair over 80 percent of parents were not interested, even if the FDA should authorize the, the jabs for their kids six months to five years. They were not interested, 80 percent. And now that it's come out with the emergency use authorization, and I don't have the updated numbers, maybe Super Don can find it somewhere, or maybe someone in the audience knows this, but I had heard uh, uh, as low as 2% yes. uptake right now, right. which is from, that's 98% of parents, perhaps. Again, I, it's loose with the numbers here, but it's a significant failure on the part of uh, you know the World Health Organization, CDC, Biden, whoever's for this, uh, a, a significant failure to elicit enough fear for that younger generation that the parents would turn their kids over and just just blindly get the shot like many of them had. So I see there's evidence of some things changing. I'm not saying rest on that, but I, I, it's just I'm trying to say I don't want to leave people thinking that we're doomed. It's over. It's not. We're in the midst of a point in time that we can we can correct course. We can turn course. We can't save everybody. I'm not under that delusion. But there are people right on the fence and there are many parents now and doctors that are questioning not only this jab, but now looking back on the entire history of vaccination, which is a shocker. I never thought we'd get here uh, with the two, three percent that knew that all the years I was broadcasting. So there's some good things happening, Vera and Scott, I would acknowledge. Yes. If people really just asked questions, just ordinary questions. One question that they would have to ask is, why should I vaccinate children when the children are at absolutely almost zero risk? There isn't one healthy child that died of COVID anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. And now there are already hundreds, thousands mm -hmm. who are dying after the shot. If people ask questions, they can't answer them. That's why they're doing, they're working so hard at censoring doctors, at censoring scientists, at censoring all of us, really. They don't want a discussion. They don't want a no. debate. And uh, that's what we have to have. We have to force that, and mm -hmm. then people will open their eyes. Well, and if they don't show up, then we continue to show up for those that are ready to hear this message and and prayerfully act on it in accordance with their own conscience. And uh, Scott, again, the work you're doing, the things you've committed to in a life that, you know, was completely different. You know, it's like you're living a different lifetime right now with what's happened. And, and I'm grateful to you so much for your willingness to join us and even do more than I could ever do or any of us. But we're all here and it's not about who can do more or less. It's about what tools have you been given? What skills do you have? What talents? And what are your desires to do good, to do right? and be driven by those to show others that it is not only possible, but it's a desirable thing to do. And in that way, even though we survive tragedies, we, we can sleep well at night, you know, for those who, who, who we have lost, they're not lost. We, we have lost their connection directly, you know, physically at this point. But, um, this, this idea of those of us who are still alive, still have a life to lead and live. How will that, uh, how will our legacy be left? And I don't even say that from an ego perspective, but just even from our own family. So those, those are friends and loved ones. I would love them to say that we didn't go quietly into the night when we saw atrocities, when we saw crimes committed, that we called it out and we did our best within our abilities to make a better choice or help others to make better choices in that. Scott, what would you suggest as we're wrapping up this hour together uh, as far as any calls to action you want to throw out there for people to maybe support these efforts or, or start their own 
uh, to continue this discussion. Well, I'd like to play off of what you just said because I think it's very powerful. Uh, two weeks ago, I listened to a pastor that gave a, it was a very short sermon because it was, it was about um, the spiritual battle that's going on and the, and what Satan is doing. And his, his end, he gave a call to action, which was the parable of the talents. And he asked the question, what did Jesus say to the person who did one, who had one talent and did nothing? And he threw him into the lake of fire. And what, what I would say is to anybody listening, do something with your one talent. And that can be as simple as sharing this podcast by emailing it or texting it to somebody else. It doesn't have to be something dramatic like I've been called to do or what Vera has been called to do. Uh, listening to Vera, she has said to me a couple of different times that obedience is empowering Satan's army. And that's true. And so what do we do? We can, we can resist, simple resistance of not wearing a mask not getting the jab. So that's what I would end with, Robert. I appreciate that, Scott. And Vera, what kind of wisdom messages and experiences that you've had and shared could kind of give people some thought to take away from this interview and this first of perhaps many as you go out to the world uh, with Scott and continue this message, what would you share with us now? People need to trust their own judgment. They need to trust their own conscience. They need to trust their own intuition. They need to trust their own experience and they need to do some homework and learn the facts and not trust authority because when authority, so-called authorities mm -hmm. make decisions for them, they are never held accountable for the shattered lives. Mm -hmm. You can make your own mistakes and you'll learn from them. Right. But when they, when Fauci makes a mistake and has is responsible for, literally millions of lives mm -hmm. he's not held accountable okay so that's the important thing people need to realize that human beings are in the image of god and we have choices we have the right to make choices and we better use that right that's a responsibility as well as as well as a right mm -hmm. yes Vera, thank you. Uh, and, and Scott, thank you. Love you both so much. I can't wait to see you in person at some event, somehow, somewhere. But in the meantime, as long as we can at least meet up here and communicate this important message of it's really an empowering message. It's a sobering message, too. But as you pointed out, Vera, we've got to stop trusting authoritarians who pretend that they have our best interest at heart while they slaughter innocents. And whether the doctor class, the nursing class is aware of it or not. Ultimately, ignorance does not absolve you of that. But certainly when you become aware, you know better, you must do better. And we welcome you all here to do better as we try to do better each and every day. Vera, Sharab, thank you. Scott, Shara, thank you. God bless you both. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, appreciate you so much. And uh, I, it's a sobering discussion, of course, on a Friday. We like to lighten it up, but it doesn't always happen that way. Timing is such, but an important message nonetheless. And as uh, Scott had said, you know, just share this message, share the show, uh, you know, see that we had, a, I believe, a very rational discussion. There wasn't any uh, anything that I think would be off-putting per se, although, again, there are some people that don't want to see these realities. It's hard. It's harsh because you believe something you trusted something and then suddenly you, you recognize you've been deceived 
And it's only our ego, I believe, that gets in the way when that happens to resist because we don't want to acknowledge that we are vulnerable and susceptible to being deceived. But it is part of the human experience and human condition. And I think the reason these things happen is to help us discern better as we move forward, to make better judgments. And being judgmental is not necessarily bad. In fact, it's a survival mechanism. You can judge you know, what, uh, what situations are safe for you or what is not. And that's part of the process in this show in talking about healing. You know, is, is, is it that I or anybody has a drug deficiency of any kind, FDA approved or otherwise? Is it that we have nutrient deficiencies? You know, these are judgments we make. Initially, we don't even know we're making them because we just blindly trusted authority or doctors who have been slaughtering innocents for generations at this point. And this is not an indictment of every individual doctor. That's never the case. But the reality is the profession has been so taken over. If some argue that it started that way, but I'm not even going to get into that discussion right now. But so corrupted at this point that many doctors have come to the conclusion there's no way to salvage it, that we must set up another system, parallel or otherwise. And that's why I encourage you, if you're in your local area, find these groups. Doctors are coming together, all got kinds of doctors, nurses, chiropractors, naturopaths, homeopaths, herbalists, energy healers, everyone coming together and realizing that system that we've been like subjected to is one of death, destruction, and disempowerment. And the one we're talking about creating anew is acknowledging something that I've acknowledged in my own healing experiences, that the power to heal, it comes from a place far higher than any doctor, certainly than any government, any media outlet, or any one individual per se. But it comes from the source of all healing is your divinity, your birthright. Scott, I believe mentioned it. You're created in the image of God. Now what that image is, we can make fun of how we all look. <laughs> That's good. We need a little bit of self-deprecating humor. We need to see these things in that way. But can we acknowledge that our uniqueness is our strength as well? And that just because we have a different viewpoint doesn't mean we have to dominate somebody else who has a different viewpoint. And right now we've seen the dominant cultural corruption and destruction happening from a medical worldview a fear of germs and that only they as medical saviors can rescue us, whether it be through drugs or whether it be through magic needles, which I call sacrament in the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. So we'll talk about how do we undo this poison. It's not only poison physically of the mind as well and bring that body, mind, spirit he healing back where it belongs with each and every one of you, as I try to do every time we open up the microphone here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thanks again, again, Vera Sharab, Scott Shera. Thanks to Super Don for making it sound so good. And thank you to Kevin Tuttle for orchestrating some of this as well. You're amazing. And uh, we'll be back after this. We've got a very important interview that I've conducted um, regarding this Touchstone Essentials thing. We'll talk about the zeolites and how they are done properly in this case that can remove the heavy metals that are burdening us and other environmental toxins simply. The simplest way I've ever heard that we can implement right away. There's certainly always more to do, but if you want to start simply, this is the opportunity. And we'll talk about it more when we come back as well. Thanks for being here. God bless you all. The power to heal is yours.
The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Yeah, in the middle of uh, my Friday fast here, and I, I, I'm glad that I am. I didn't want any obstacle to uh, receive the information and the shared experiences we had in hour one. And I, I uh, these things also help in, in terms of my experience in, in, in purifying my mind, you know, body and spirit to, to see through things that, uh, you know, have been illusions for a long time. And Scott certainly seeing that as his Vera Sharab. Uh, Super Don, uh, your impression, how you feeling? You okay? I know you got your, uh, your garden happening. That makes me happy in the midst of all of these very serious discussions. Uh, but very profound and powerful discussion. Hour one, no doubt. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I want to have, you know, I want to take the moment here to welcome the folks that are watching us on LinkedIn right now. Yeah. It's the first time ever today that I have seen messages on LinkedIn. Uh, mm-hmm. People saying thank you. Uh, um, Karina uh, was one. Where she Shout was out to hi, Karina. Saying I, hello I, to you. Hi, Karina. And uh, we got Kat uh, saying thank. Well, here, I'll just put it up on the screen. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. Thank you so much Kat. to all three of you for speaking out. Thank and you, Kat. Greatly yeah. for others. Followed up by absolutely uh, trust your gut instincts. Thank you for your strength. So it, it's the first time that I've seen people making comments on uh, LinkedIn. Now, unfortunately, we can't reply back on LinkedIn through this. Oh, okay. All, it's just a read only. We can only see it. But I mean, I think it's really cool because I know we were we were uh, broadcasting on LinkedIn. But yeah. I didn't, uh, you know, didn't it know. It takes a while to find watching. it, I guess, for some. But welcome, everybody. Uh, yeah. We do this two hours a day, six days a week. I can't promise that I will never offend you and whatever your sensibilities and beliefs are, but it is the nature of talk radio, which is where our origin point, Superdown, I came from that, uh, to engage even in things that are maybe sometimes politically correct, but uh, to call out what we called out today is not politically incorrect. It's absolutely correct and life-affirming rather than life-destroying, even as it's difficult to acknowledge or, or recognize some of the things that have deceived perhaps all of us at one point or another or those that are just waking up to this Holocaust. Yes, we use the word, the H word uh, today regarding COVID and the treatment for COVID, much less the experimental mRNA injections. And, you know, I had a a discussion uh, with a doctor today uh, for a webinar and a very nice man. And we talked about, you know, he's not someone that vaccinated his kids or himself, but he decided that he and his family were going to get the COVID jabs and boosters. And, um, it, you know, on, on one level, for those of us who've been here on this show and what we've talked about, it sounds shocking, but everybody's got a different perspective on, on you know, the threats and what's, what's dangerous, what's not. And it is not for us to condemn anybody that has done something different than us, per se, unless it's, you know, outright intentional evil to, to destroy life like we're seeing in these hospitals and other things. But to simply go, all right, here's where we are today. Let's just talk about it. Let's see if we can, you know shift our perspectives on things that and and as i said do better and it was a great conversation and i think it'll air maybe in october but we'll let you know about it i think it's a the more we can have rational calm discussions and it's not to say that i never get heated super don knows that about topics uh but my intent is not to degrade anybody if i'm mad about something but i think we get outraged at atrocities especially when we talk about the you know the, the attacking and harm to the defenseless, especially children, but many others that are out there that are vulnerable to suggestion because of powerful authoritarianism coming from the medical profession, from government, from media, etc. And uh, Vera said it 
and and Kat acknowledged it. Listen to your gut. Please get back connected to your intuition, the source of all wisdom, right? Your divinity. And uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll leave it there because I know we got a lot to do. We've got an interview coming up. I, I do want to say once again, thank you uh, to our friend Tor. And he's in California and he developed a uh, pesticide. And you're thinking, why would Robert be talking about a pesticide? Aren't you about clean and non-toxic stuff? <laughs> well, it's because this particular pesticide is made in nature. <laughs> it's the limonene in citrus peel and orange peel. And Tor took this Orange Guard product all the way up to the top of the EPA and got it uh, approved and it's regulated as a pesticide. Now it's so safe, I drank the stuff on the air. I squirted it in my mouth a few weeks ago. And it didn't taste good, but I didn't expect it would. <laughs> but I'm here alive and well. The point is we're not poisoning the environment. This is here, me and my uh, a greenhouse with it. You can spray it around organically grown produce. It's, or, it's OMRI listed for organic agriculture. Uh, you can spray it in the kitchen, around food, around pets and kids, and it's not going to harm anybody. OrangeGuard.com. Pick it up at your local Ace Hardware store, or you can order it directly. And uh, we always have it linked up, and Superdon sometimes puts it out in the uh, in the newsletter, which, by the way, you can get a part, become a part of by texting RSB, my, my initials, RSB to 22828. Um, yeah, there it is. All right, Super D. I know we have an interview that I recorded, and we're going to air it as well on our Sunday radio syndicated broadcast because uh, it's not 100% of the audience that cross-pollinates between our radio show and our uh, daily online broadcast. And I know we're, we're going to play that shortly, but I want to make sure we, we don't miss any other announcements or any events to cover before we do that. Any other announcements? It's Friday. Hmm. Happy Friday. I don't that know indeed if that's an it announcement, is. I guess. That's, yeah. Right? Um, I don't know if you want it. We could probably do upcoming events when we're done at towards okay. the end. But, um, yeah, sure. that's all I've got at the moment. All right. So one other thing to mention, maybe two or three. You never know how this goes. Uh, <laughs> this we're talking about, the, the zeolites, the clean zeolites, colloidal suspension of this is so phenomenal. People are taking it, getting great results, and it's four sprays three times a day. And guess what? If you get it, if you're listening today, the 22nd of July, or shortly thereafter, by the 24th of July, 2022, by midnight Eastern time, the deal expires. Five bucks, including shipping. And that means not just the United States, but Canada, United Kingdom, Great Britain, England, Australia, New Zealand. So this is something available around the world. And uh, you're going to learn more about it because I'm going to uh, you know, ask questions of the man behind Touchstone, um, and this is Eddie Stone coming up momentarily. Uh, we'll come back in and give you some updates on some other things as well. Uh, I want to say thank you as well to all my friends at Nutritional Frontiers for the, all their wonderful support and their certified organic U.S.-grown CBD hemp products. You can go to CBDNF.com, sign up for free to become a customer, and if you mention the Robert Scott Bell Show, if you're in the United States, in this case, they'll send you a, a gift basket of samples to try. And you can take pictures with them, send it into Super Don, ask rsb at gmail.com, and we'll include you in this beautiful uh, uh, collage and then enter you in once occasionally we do a giveaway that's even more awesome than the samples you'll get. But nutritionalfrontiers.com and or cbdnf.com, we're going to be together August 6th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for a big uh, both in-person and online health event with Dr. Tracy Strout, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Len Brankowitz, and Jamie Dorley. So with that, Superdon, do you want to lay out how this uh, interview is conducted? Because it's a little different than our normal weekday interview. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, on radio on Sundays, uh, the way talk radio is, everything's in segments because they've got a gazillion commercials that they have to stick into an hour. It was It's crazy when people realize that, you know, on a talk radio show, typically, you've got probably about 20 minutes at least of commercials that play yeah. during in that an hour, hour. and which was one of the things yeah. we were really so enthused about doing this format that we do mm-hmm. during the week is that, yeah, there's a few in there. Uh, but it's like it's not like listening to the radio. You know, just sit there for five minutes listening to you know commercials. So, um, what we have to do when we record an interview ahead of time for Sundays, we have to do it in segments. And so, what I did mm-hmm. was I took those segments. I didn't do any bumper music or things like that. Just let's get straight to it. Uh, and I put those six segments together for you guys. Okay. So um, this is four segments that will be airing on radio on Sunday, but you guys get to hear it first here. And usually our patron supporters get to see the behind the scenes on that as Correct. well. Uh, so this actually, the, I, you know, that's a good point. This is yeah. actually, if you are a Patreon supporter uh, and we have a pre-recorded interview, this is the same thing that you would see on Well, Patreon. actually, it's not fully Similar. the same because you get to see the banter in between that's segments. That's true. Too. That's yeah. true. You get to see us talk in between the segments. But in any case... Yeah. Um, yeah. Here, so here's the four segments that will be airing on uh, on Sunday. This is uh, our buddy Eddie Stone, CEO of Touchstone Essentials, talking about the uh, the Zeolite product. All right, here we go. Robert Scott Bell Show is on. And if you're listening to us, whether it be a Friday or a Sunday, doesn't matter. But it does matter time sensitively to some of the discussion we're going to have today. Because rarely do we get an ability to offer you something so amazing for so little in terms of your investment, in terms of money. And when we've talked about, and this has been since I opened the microphone in 1999, part and parcel of the Robert Scott Bell Show, back when it was called Jumpstart Your Health, was about detoxification. From the very word go, detoxification was part and parcel to what, what I do and what I promote. Now, over the years, uh, my goal and role was to help you to do that, which I did, and even be better at it. The detoxification of heavy metals for my body, which took a lot of times, a lot of years. And all the methods that I used, homeopathically, herbally, supplementally, minerally, all of that. And over the years, we've learned about new innovations, whether they be energetic or physical substances, supplemental to, to use. And over the recent years, we learned about zeolite and zeolites. But you know, we never endorsed one because what we found out is that the zeolites being mined from volcanic soil would go in the body and then they'd measure some metals, heavy metals coming out and they'd go, oh, look, the zeolite's awesome. Come to find out the zeolites had the very metals in them that was thankfully coming out. But where was the ability to grab that which was already there? That's what I always, you know. So I said, if somebody could come up with a clean zeolite, somebody where they, you pulled all the metals that you don't want out of it and yet you leave all of the wonderful and important properties of the zeolites, to bind the metals and toxins, uh, you know, perhaps even glyphosate, which is one of the nasties out there, the active ingredient Roundup, could we then benefit? And indeed, this hour, I want to talk to you about it. Maybe you're new to this. Maybe you've heard me this week talking about it. From Touchstone Essentials, this Pure Body Extra, natural nano-sized zeolite, colloidal zeolite suspension, oral spray, advanced daily cellular detox. This is what I'm holding here. And I've even been taking this on the air all week. I've been showing you. I've been spraying it. I'm doing four sprays three times a day. Finally, someone did it. They put a colloidal suspension together, nano size, so that very small quantities have the ability to transit throughout the body to grab what you don't want and help usher it out of the body safely. And it comes as water, a delivery system. So it's not offensive at all for anybody. And this is why we're talking about it. And this is why I'm going to tell you about how you can get it for five bucks. But 
I'm going to let someone else help me do that right now. Joining the Robert Chabell Show for the first time, and I, I'm just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled that he's here. Eddie Stone from Touchstone Essentials. And what they're doing there is amazing, but this is the breakthrough product, and you can get it for five bucks, but you have to <laughs> jump on it by Sunday, the 24th of July. You'll still get discounts, but not as good as this. Five bucks, including free shipping, and that is included in England. We got our UK Health Radio Group, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Eddie Stone, welcome. I have no idea how you're doing this. <laughs> Robert, it's a real pleasure to join you and your your audience today. I'm just, like I said, pleased as, as we say, pleased as punch in the South where I had been for many years. And I've got lots of friends that have been connecting with me, talking about this for a while. And I investigated it, including Larry Cook, Aaron Elizabeth and others. And finally, we we made the connection happen. And I thank you for your patience. Uh, but we do our diligence here. And that's the thing. I don't talk about new products every day. And when we do, they're going to be the best. And this by far blew me away when I realized you had actually found a way to take these zeolites and do all the things I just briefly mentioned in the warm up to what you're doing at Touchstone Essentials. So, you know, when you when you were talking about it here, you, you hit right on the key point, right? Um, making sure that the product is bioavailable, right? The zeolite, as you put it in the body and, and it's quite capable of, of binding with these toxins, right? Otherwise, as you say, it's kind of a, a pass through. So mm -hmm. we've spent uh, literally decades you know, working on zeolites, uh, studying zeolites, trying to understand exactly what makes them work. And there are several things that we've learned that we think are critical. One, you got to use the naturally mined product. If you look at all the PubMed research, research around the globe, it's based upon that product, clinoptilolite, sheet-like zeolite uh, found in the ground. We, mill, uh, we mine ours here in a, a pristine environment in the United States. The synthetic has a number of drawbacks, but the bottom line is that's where the research exists. And then for us, uh, we need, now need to take it and do a couple other things. One, make sure we size it properly. So you mentioned that it's suspended inside of water. Importance about that is that water can go intercellular in your body. And mm -hmm. so this zeolite trapped in a water cluster at a nano size now is capable of traveling to the 100 plus trillion cells you find in the human body. And if you think about cadmium, lead, mercury, these heavy metals that are so disruptive to uh, how the body functions, hormones, DNA replication, all these types of things, mm -hmm. um, they're angstrom size, right? They're hanging out in the cell. They can be incredibly disruptive to the mitochondria, that performance, uh, how ATP production takes place. And so you got to size it the right way. You got to have the right source. Mm -hmm. And then the final piece for us is to prep it. So those cages are capable of making this ion exchange that you described. So one of the things we do is we take the product during this process. It's a proprietary procedure where we actually flood the cages and I'm oversimplifying something that's quite complicated, mm -hmm. yeah. making sure they're filled primarily with calcium and magnesium, not enough to be a nutritional support, but kind of to hang out there so that the availability for exchange is enhanced. And this is really uh, the secret sauce as to why this product works so well. You know, why we've got a million plus bottles in the marketplace. There's people in 60 plus countries using this product successfully, uh, 20 plus thousand five-star reviews, right? That's really the secret sauce why this works. Well, you talked about ion exchange. I love that concept because it goes to the deepest level of cellular and metabolic functions. 
uh, when we talk about even the process of digestion and getting benefit from minerals, because, you know, my focus on detoxification via minerals and homeopathy and various superfoods, all of this, for the most part, homeopathy is more energetic, but it's, it's even yeah. beyond ion exchange, but very complementary to this. Uh, the difficulty with detoxifying, for instance, heavy metal burdens, and this has been something that doctors now have been after for decades as well, when they first uh, astoundingly discovered a side benefit to chelation therapy, uh, right. when they were dealing with lead toxicity, lead poisoning, that led to an oops discovery of, my gosh, it's clearing the arteries too. And then this emerging field of uh, bypass surgery in the, in the mid 20th century got very upset, threatened by this, because my gosh, if you can take uh, synthetic amino acids and pump them through the veins and arteries and you clean them, who's going to want to get cut open, right? And, and have that happen. So there's always the issue of, um, unfortunately, the marketplace that is not free truly where innovation can happen. So they stifle that yet the idea that we must get synthetic amino acids intravenously pumped into it. That's also not very convenient. It's not natural. I recognize the value in certain circumstances. So I've always said, how do we make it simpler for people to do this? And even all these years, Eddie, that I've been after this, I've never seen something so simple as the zeolites you've taken into a safe and clean form in water and colloidal suspension, because I work with colloidal chemistry all the time as well. It's like, holy tamale, where have you been, Eddie? Thanks for coming by. <laughs> well, I, 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 I appreciate that. And, you know, really what we're doing is freeing up a natural substance, right, that was mm -hmm. given to us. And I, I, you know, I don't engage in a lot of hyperbole, but really is mm -hmm. sort of this miracle mineral and what it can do, because it is essentially a, a master detoxifier and a real difference between the synthetic um, types of binders that you're describing is that they're not discerning. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're on a chelation therapy, there's a great deal of warning about how it will strip not just bad stuff, but mm -hmm. good stuff out of the body. In fact, it's a very serious procedure. I know a bit more about it than I wished I did because of my mom having mm -hmm. uh, challenges uh, by essentially having um, breast implants years ago. Her body developed an autoimmune response to it, began to poison herself with its leakage. And so as a family, you know, we we kind of saw firsthand that chelation therapy has got some properties that are good, but it's got some real downside. And so mm -hmm. when I see something like the zeolite, which is discerning, really important for people to recognize that it has a very specific target by size and charge. Essentially, if you think about this, that cage-like structure in the zeolite that we're talking about has essentially a negative charge. So think about the, the north end of a magnet and these heavy metals, cadmium, lead, mercury, all these things we're talking about have a positive charge. These things come in proximity to one another. Mm -hmm. They essentially bind together and that bind is solid because zeolites are non-essential minerals. They're not going to stay in the body. So mm -hmm. assuming sort of normal renal function, they're out of the body in a four to six hour period of time. And since they're inert, right? All of these acute symptoms that you see from cleanses and other uh, types of detoxifications people are engaged with are just not there, right? We we just don't see that, right? I'm not mm -hmm. saying somebody might not have a circumstance where they need to drink a little extra water or something on that occasion, but sure. this is a product that the FDA says uh, that clinoptilazite zeolite, it has grass status, meaning it's generally recognized as safe, about as good as you're going to get, and no contraindications. And so that's what's exciting for us as we see all types of people at all kind of health levels be able to mm -hmm. engage with this and get the health benefits. 
Yeah, I, I love it because it has the safety profile of a homeopathic medicine, and yet yeah. the uh, ionic exchange power of something that can go anywhere, as you said, via water into any place in the body where these metals are residing and you don't want them. Uh, perhaps, I don't know if we can expand on some of the discussion of other things that it may bind because, uh, again, my whole focus on healing is about removing the obstacles to the optimal metabolic functioning of every cell in the body. And that means these heavy metals, which are not essential, <laughs> they can be damaging and dangerous. And they are, uh, we are exposed to them through food, water, and air in extraordinary levels, even in, in medical realm, inadvertently or purposefully. I don't know. But the point is, no matter how it's getting there, we want to usher it out safely and simply. And folks, if you could take this, I'm going to hold up the box. This is what it looks like. The pure body extra from touchstone essentials. Uh, this is the bottle and you know, you basically it's a two ounce Amber bottle, protect it from you know, light. Uh, and it's a water based tastes like water. There's no flavor. So kids can take it. I, you know, I just did this earlier, but you do four sprays right in the mouth. It's that simple three times a day. And at, at this point, I want to get you to access this and to try it. And so between today's broadcast, for those of you listening for the first time, or by Sunday the 24th, if you're listening to it on that day, this is the deadline by midnight, Sunday, July 24th, to get the $5 deal. That is five bucks to get this bottle, to try it, and then you're going to want to stay on it because of the results you'll see. And that's the opportunity you have. We're going to talk more about it on the other side of this break with Eddie Stone is joining us, the CEO of Touchstone Essentials. I'm grateful to have him on board, and I'm thrilled to bring this to you all. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. The Robert Scott Bell Show continues. Very exciting news today. We've been talking about it all week. For those of you listening, catching the show live or very recent to, the, to its first airing, just letting you know there's a deadline not to all of this information because even if you miss the $5 deal we're talking about here for the Pure Body Extra Natural Nano Size Zeolite that I'm taking and I recommend for everybody now to buy in those metals, get them out that you don't want in there. The five-buck deal is available through midnight Eastern time, July the 24th. Correct. If you miss that, Eddie, you're still going to be given great deals because we have people that listen to this well after the fact. They're going to be going, oh, man, I missed it. But I want to let them know that they still have an opportunity to get a great discount as well. Yeah, that's right. It's 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 not as good as as the five dollar offer, but we still recognize it's important product. You know, listen, the dirty little secret of the modern world is all the toxins that we face, right? And it's hundred plus thousand toxins people find in consumer goods, products they use every day, and it's impacting their health, whether they recognize it in the moment or deal with sort of acute issues like asthma and other things. So we think it's important. We want to get in people's hands. And so there'll be a nice discount after the $5, but not as good. So for those that can act now, uh, please we do yeah. take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. And, and what's even more stunning is that you, you could ship it for that same $5 price to our listeners in the UK and England and Canada in Australia and New Zealand. That's never, we never had that happen. I mean, people will always go, how do I get that product? It costs a zillion dollars just to get it here. And you're, <laughs> you're making it available there too. Yeah, we do. We, we ship it free in uh, almost 30 countries. So not every country can we do that, but uh, we've got a warehouse in, in Europe that uh, services uh, those places. And then we service Southeast Asia and, and the rest uh, throughout North America. So it's uh it's exciting to be able to deliver this to consumers in an affordable fashion. And hey, everything we sell, unconditionally money-back guarantee. And so we want consumers to make sure they have a good experience. Oh, well done. Well done. So uh, as we talk about accessing it, if you're not sure how to do it, we have a link always in the show notes, as well as a banner at robertscottbell.com. If you haven't signed up for the email newsletter that Super Don puts together, just text the my initials, basically. Text RSB to 22828. 22828 RSB, and you will get connected 
to our newsletter, which will always have that accessible information. Uh, so, Eddie, as you as you join me and, and cover some of these things, I'm not all familiar with in terms of your backstory and background and how you got here. I do want to touch on some of that as well. But are there other things that you're able to say? I recognize as dietary mineral supplements, they have limitations in terms of label claims. So we're not doing anything extraordinary beyond what we're allowed to do. But what things can you say in regards to zeolite's activity within the body and the benefits that come from it? Is it just heavy metals? Or are there other uh, pollutants that we can say can be safely ushered out of the body much more simply with the zeolites? Yeah, so uh, the zeolite has a quality that's also has the ability to not just trap things inside the cage, but also to the external surface. And so I might have people maybe make an image in their mind of, of thinking of a snowball at the top of a hill you know, as it goes down the hill uh, with gravity, you know, it's it's going to get bigger or it should get bigger right under a normal circumstance. So I think of it like an incredibly large lint roller, mm -hmm. uh, not to try to make it overly simple, but there's a wide path that it can cut. And that's because essentially this zeta effect with that charge leaping to the surface. And so as you gather other toxins and heavy metals on its surface area, they're going to gather other toxins with them as well. And so while specifically the target of what zeolites are known for are the cadmium, the lead, the mercury, the aluminum. We know that volatile organics, hexavalent chromium, and other things get caught up in that process, that sweeping process. And so we know that it's it's good in that way. And, and for people, one way to really position is that this is helping or aiding or supporting how the body's natural detoxification defenses work, right? This is complementary to your body. That's one of the keys and why I believe it's the most important systemically available products you can use to detox, right? This is a product you can use daily because Robert, and you know this, uh, Super Don as well, we, we can't live in a bubble, right? It's not a zero sum game. You can't right. just go detox today and that's it for life, right? There's no. continued exposure. So we've tried to make it so it supports how the body acts on a daily basis. Yeah. And I want to reference that too, because you know, there are people who go, Oh, detox. That sounds a little scary, a little intimidating. And what I found my experience thus far and the feedback has been, there has not been one that has contacted me yet and hopefully never, but as a homeopath and someone who's worked on detox, there are times where people go, whoa, 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 this detox is too intense. I'm, I'm just yeah. overwhelmed by it. I'm not getting that sense. I'm not getting that feedback. I'm not saying maybe it couldn't happen, but the point is the ease with which this works with your body systems and doesn't burden them. That's part of the process when people talk about detoxing. Is it going to put extra burden on my liver and kidneys? This seems to be reducing that burden. That's right. It, it, it's a support to those natural processes, right? I've been doing this a long time. My first exposure oh, to Z. Stand by, stand by. My bad. Yeah. We're on a break. We're about on a break. Uh, the radio version of the Robert Scott Bell Show. I got to take a moment. Uh, Eddie Stone is my guest, and we're going to go further into that pathway and how you can help cleanse the body safely on a daily basis. We'll be right back. Talking with Eddie Stone, CEO out of, uh, well, this is the amazing thing, Touchstone Essentials. It's not just this product, but this is the one we're intro introducing today to you because I think it's whatever it is, this is simply a product that we know has isolated the form, the clean form, if you will, of zeolites. We've talked about that briefly. If you're just tuning in that are not containing the contaminants or metals that normally they would acquire in nature, but cleansing those out so that you have the ability to go into your body with this in a water-based form, nano-sized colloidal state to transit throughout the body and grab the things that your body doesn't want or need and help safely usher them out of the body. And that's kind of where we were at the end of the uh, last break. Uh, it was about 
how this is working differently and uniquely from other forms of detox that may burden the body, it may put an extra burden on the liver and kidneys. I think that's an important part of the discussion here. Yeah. So, um, going back to what we were speaking of, you know, my initial exposure to zeolites was 2005. And one of the things I learned quite quickly was that unlike say an herbal cleanse, which essentially looks to tease out right of the cells of the tissue, soft tissue, even the bloodstream, right? Whatever these particles or things that it's looking to detoxify from you, but they mm -hmm. remain active and available as they're going through the digestive system, right? So this is where people get this uh, acne or nausea or these other issues you often mm -hmm. hear about. If you're looking at a, a cleanse, a, a, a colonic cleanse of some kind, a coffee cleanse or something, those same type of dynamic, not only is it incredibly disruptive, you know, to do something like that from a lifestyle standpoint, uh, it can cause these acute reactions that people develop. The zeolite is an ert subset, uh, an substance. Ert. And so that's right. So as it's working in the body and once it binds, this is really critical. Uh, now that heavy metal is no longer available as it's going through the body. It's system. locked away from your system, protecting your system. hundred percent. And it's mm. discerning, unlike a clay or a charcoal or even a, a traditional chelation therapy, which is not discerning looking for heavy metals or things mm -hmm. of that type. So it's just really specific. And that's important for the ability to use it on a daily basis without having to know where the next bathroom is mm -hmm. or worry about other issues that can come during detoxification. And, and I'll, I'll say it again, detoxification is no longer this kind of one-off exercise people yeah. engage in. We live in a dirty world, right? It just, it mm -hmm. just is. That's not a political yeah. statement. It's just a statement of fact. And if you're not doing something to manage it with diet, lifestyle, products you're using, then mm -hmm. you're not going to enjoy optimal health. Eddie, you're right. Uh, if the liver ever takes a day off, that's not good news. No, it's no. a process that's ongoing in, in life, it, whether it be metabolic waste, which we're normally designed to do, but right now we're dealing with so much more than that. And uh, I'm just, uh, you know, the more I talk about this, the more I investigate it, the more we're talking even today, the more exciting it gets, the more excited I am uh, to be bringing this to the folks. Uh, and, and you're wondering how to get it. We're going to tell you that as well. Uh, for five bucks for those of you listening live or shortly after. Uh, that's still to eat food that has vitamins, minerals, trace minerals. But those are the things that the body has used and, and does use to defend against toxins, poisons, even heavy metals. And we relinquish them in a process metabolically that requires energy and, and, and you know, a lot of work. And then we give up minerals to bind and then we usher them out. And the, the liver, the kidneys, all of these things are working, the lymph, the blood, all of these things work that way. What if we could reduce that burden? What if we could take it safely out in an inert package? let the zeolites offer to just, and in a nano size way, not in a way that it's like, Oh my gosh, it's large boulders trying to get out of me. This is not kidney stones, folks. Maybe, maybe it could prevent them. I'm not saying it for the FDA's purposes. I'm just saying when you have less of the burden on those organs, because those things we're pulling out safely are not there, then all metabolic functions are enhanced or are better. It's basic. I'd say common sense really in this case. And it's so, it's so, it's really stunning. I'm, I'm holding this two ounce bottle right now. For those of you watching, uh, it's called Pure Body Extra, and this is the natural nano-sized zeolite advanced daily cellular detox. This is from Touchstone Essentials, and it's a two-ounce bottle, and you spray four sprays three times a day. Now, I'm looking at that. I'm like, this is not a lot of stuff that you're putting in your body, yet when you get to nano-sized, the, the amount of particles you can fit in even in a spray of water is staggering, and the amount of surface area available to the body is incredible. 
So the efficiency with which this product is delivering the zeolites is unprecedented. Therefore, efficiency of utilization and even, I will say this, cost effectiveness. If I'm doing four sprays three times a day, on average, how long would this two-ounce bottle last me? 30 days. Yeah, that's a full month for that. And you can get started just for five bucks, just so you know. Uh, The links are in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And and this expires, this $5 deal expires Sunday night at midnight. So if you're listening on Sunday, the 24th of July, get on it. Get it before it expires. After that, there will be discounts, but they won't be this good. So I want you to get started on that. But this idea of safely ushering it out, you're telling me this doesn't require the body to do extra stuff now that the zeolites are in there carrying the metal safely because it's taken them out of commission in terms of harm to your body. Does the body have to go, oh my gosh, look at all these zeolites. What do I got to do? You know, that's what, what I think is, is, is so important for people to realize, right? It doesn't create a metabolism action, right? It's not something the body has to metabolize for it to be effective. It works based upon proximity, quite literally when you ingest it and it's going to absorb so quickly that most of the time when people spray it into their mouth, they're not even going to notice uh, they have something to swallow, right? It's going to absorb principally uh, in your mucocus. And so once this occurs, right, and it's floating through your system, quite literally through that circulation, as it comes into proximity to these heavy metals and other environmental pollutants and begins to bind, Mm -hmm. it's a passive action in terms of just how it passes through the body. This is quite different Mm -hmm. than what you see with other detox processes that require sort of system reactions, enzymatic reactions in the body, how it metabolizes and digests it, right? So that's one of the things I think is critical for people to consider. And, And why is this important? Just thinking about the exposures that we have Mm -hmm. and the accumulation in your body over time, one of the things that people don't really realize is as these toxins, heavy metals, cadmium, lead, mercury accumulate in your body, they compete with receptor sites that your good minerals are trying to get through or get Mm -hmm. to for normal body function, right? And so they're taking up space. that They're displacing the good stuff. Exactly right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not unusual, right, for someone with heavy metal exposures like lead to find that over time they develop brittle, bitter, brittle bones. Mm-hmm. I can say that twice. Yeah. And that's because the lead has competed for how that calcium would bind and create those strong bones. And so there's all types of downstream impacts to our health that are just fundamentally keeping people from living as healthy as they could. And now the impact is on your your immune system because it can't function properly. Your uh, central nervous system, it can't function properly. Even your metabolism can be affected Mm -hmm. by just how toxic you are, right? So anything you can do with your diet, with your lifestyle to help to eliminate and support how your body gets rid of toxins, including using a supplement, you're Mm -hmm. just going to be more healthy and capable of dealing with this uh, sort of world that we have. Yeah, folks, this is not a permission slip to dive into vats of heavy metals and consume garbage. We still live the lifestyle. I'm not changing my lifestyle, but I'm enhancing all that I know and doing it even more efficiently now by integrating this nano-sized zeolite product that Touchstone Essentials has brought to our attention and now to you, the audience, and and to get at five bucks for those of you getting uh, taking advantage of it right away. You said something, passive action. I, I love that because I brought this up the other day with Super Don on the show about um, what, what, I, what, what I call this effortless effort, effortless effort. It's like, what Brilliant. is that? That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, for so many that have witnessed what it's like to go through massive detoxes and dumps and aggressive things over the years, and there are many here in this audience that have, 
to think that you could take it to the next level in a way that doesn't go through that same intensity because you're facilitating a passive system of detox that doesn't burden you further. That's like the effortless effort I talked about. When you find out what you're here to do and you love it so much, the effort that other people would look at is like, I can't believe you put on all, it's like effortless for you. And this is sort of along those lines that I'm just resonating ever more as we talk about this, Eddie. This is really fun for me to have this chat with you today. That four sprays three times a day and, and you're doing things that you thought would have to be troublesome, burdensome, inconvenient, and on and on it goes. And I'm not saying be lazy and don't do anything good for yourself, but I'm saying this is the easiest thing I've ever heard to be able to add into the mix. Wherever you are, wherever your starting point is. Now, uh, Eddie, have you ever had people <clears throat> that felt they tell you, okay, I like the sound of this. This really does sound great, but I've been on various detox programs before and I'm really, really sensitive. And I'm afraid that if I did four sprays three times a day, it'll be overwhelming to me. Has anybody ever brought that up to you? Robert, I have to say over the course of my career, I've held a lot of hands, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's almost like they feel like they're about to dive off into the deep end and they're a little worried about just how cold that water is or how deep it is. And I just have to remind them over and over and over again, we know a lot about zeolites. We know a lot about clinoptilite, the naturally mined zeolite. Mm -hmm. And we know that for the most part, people use it without really recognizing those types of traditional uh, decoxification symptoms. Now, if you're a person highly sensitive to say, everything. Hey, take it slow, right? Mm -hmm. You, you got to know your body. you got to know your systems. That's just not where mm -hmm. most people are. We haven't even have people with kids that won't really take anything they taste mm -hmm. because they're just not going to do that. Right. And they're able to give this to their kids uh, with no challenge. So we really like the fact that uh, people are able to use it easily uh, without the side effects. When you start to think about these benefits, right. Uh, you talk about heavy metals in your body, impacting your memory and your mood and, I mean, heck, lead will diminish your IQ, right? So these are important things to go after mm -hmm. and give your body the tools to help manage, right? So I tell people all the time, just like you said, it's not a free pass to go out there and live a, a life that's unhealthy. Of debauchery, but, heavy metal yeah. debauchery. Yeah, I'm wearing yeah. my Metallica t-shirt because I like them, but I also want you to remove heavy metals from your body. Right, that's right. And 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 think about your exposure, right? So be smart, right? Live the best, cleanest life you can in that regard and use tools like zeolites, specifically uh, Pure Body Extra to uh, aid your body in this process. Yeah, beautifully done, beautifully said. And I want a little bit more of that backstory when uh, we have our final segment coming up in just a couple of minutes here. But in the meantime, I want to remind you, if you're intrigued as you would be, I think you are because I am, uh, and you want to tap into this, for those of you listening live or shortly thereafter, before the 24th of July, 2022, when this show, you know, again, finally airs of, uh, before that time, the deadline, midnight Eastern time in the U.S. But you can get this $5 deal if you're listening in the United Kingdom, in much of Europe, apparently, uh, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, not just the United States. So there's an opportunity like we normally never have for all of our listeners around the world to maybe access this product. So do check on if it's available in areas I didn't mention. It's possible. And uh, take advantage of this five buck deal and uh, free shipping. And then you'll want to stay on it. I mean, that's the reason they can do this. So we'll be back to wrap it up with Eddie Stone this hour on the Robert Scott Bell Show after this. All right, here we wrap it up with uh, Eddie Stone, CEO of Touchstone Essentials. And I've just enjoyed absolutely immensely this hour with you 
or radio hour is much faster than an hour. It's a like time space continuum collapse, but great information with the zeolites. We're going to tell you once again, how to get it before we wrap up here. But I am curious about the backstory. You know, there are a lot of companies doing a lot of things, some good, some bad. How is it that you have developed uh, this passion that you have for this particular mission, providing good, clean products and also helping people to clean their own bodies with the zeolites and other things that you're doing? Robert, I'll try to be quick about this. I, I mentioned my mom earlier in the show and the challenge she had with breast implants. So uh, for those that are on the video feed, I'm 58 years old and I basically uh, saw my mom suffering with what traditional medicine, uh, nothing against that that statement, right? But what traditional medicine wasn't able to identify, right? They just didn't for a couple of years, her health declined and no one was able to sort of point to what was going on. And once we discovered what it was, got her cleaned up, got the implants out, right? And, and helped her detoxify, her health improved immediately, made a big impression on me. This was in my, my late twenties. And it just gave me this real clear recognition that it's not just what you're putting in your body, right? Micronutrients, the foods that you're eating, uh, and, and the decisions you're making there. It's not just the exercise or how you manage stress or other types of issues. You've got to be proactive thinking about the modern world we live in, which isn't overnight going to change, right? Uh, these heavy metals, environmental pollutants that are a part of making your uh, smartphone or your automobile or the computer you know, that we're talking to you through or household cleaners or dry cleaning or nonstick cookware or stain master type carpets or whatever it happens to be. These things are out there. They're pervasive, pervasive. They're not going anywhere. And so it's incumbent upon us to think about how do we help to manage um, in this modern world all of this exposure. And so it led me down a path to think about uh, clean supplements and other things like minerals such as zeolite that can help aid the body in this detoxification process. And it's become a lifelong passion. You mentioned work not really being work, right? It's just what you do. That's exactly where I'm at, man. I've got a, I've got a passion for this. I love doing it. It isn't something I want to retire from. I like seeing people benefit. I, I can see it. I, I definitely can see it in you. And I appreciate that very much and making the connection. And I want to thank some of my friends for making the connection with you and uh, touchstone essentials. And folks, if you want, this as you probably do for five bucks. And then once, once you find out what it's doing and you like it, you'll likely stay on it. You're going to have ongoing discounts available to you as well. That, that I want to assure you, it's uh, something we want to make sure that you'll, you'll be on because this is the counter our daily life. We're not hiding out in, in what we call aseptic containers. That's not healthy either. But yeah. you know, as I'm out there in the garden, even though I'm organically growing things, I can't, I'm exposed to things in the air sprayed above me. I can't control for that. So I have to do things proactively to address the unknowns that we sort of know are there. Yeah. And so if you recognize it, and if you're part of this show, uh, you, you do, uh, we have an ongoing, uh, obligation, not only for ourselves, but we think of our kids and grandkids and super Don is also giving it to two of his grandkids who are on the spectrum. If you know what that means, because we need to pull those heavy metals out of all ages, especially those kids that have become more vulnerable by the generation. And I know you've got a lot of stories that we've been hearing them from parents and grandparents with these kids that uh, are benefiting simply because they're reducing that ongoing present burden in these bodies that just can't function fully in the presence of these heavy metals that don't need to be there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, even simple things like executive function, where you're able to discern and make a, make decisions, control your emotions, right? Whether you're an adult or a child, if you've got this body burden of metals, you, you just can't do it like you could otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was liking it to carrying a big, heavy anchor 
right? Whether it's made of mercury or lead or arsenic or a combination, it's like, how well do you go through life when you're tethered to something so heavy and burdensome? And if you didn't know any different or better, because I didn't, my first 24 years of life, I was burdened with these heavy metals and I didn't have an easy method like this, a most simple direct method like this. And it took a, a, a couple of intense years of cleaning up my diet. And still there's an ongoing basis of all the time I'm exposed, even though I've limited my exposure, I can't unlimit it. I mean, completely eliminate it. This is the point. So daily four sprays, three times a day of this pure body extra liquid based, water-based nano size cleaned up zeolite. We're not adding to the burden of the body. We're reducing its burden, detoxifying, the $5 deal goes until midnight Eastern time on the 24th of July, 2022. And if you miss that deadline, you still get a great discount. Just click on the banner links at robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Text RSB to 22828. Super will send you the message. And God bless you, Eddie Stone, for helping me bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Robert. Pleasure to be here with you. Awesome. All right, there we go. That was Eddie Stone. He was a cool guy, wasn't he? I like him a lot. He, you can tell the passion that he has, sincerity and all of that. So uh, they do have some other cool products we might talk about sometime. But thank you, Eddie, for that. And thank you all for uh, hanging in to get a little bit more of the uh, insight and backstory, which we wanted to share with you so you would understand why it's worthwhile to try it. And likely you'll see the results and stay on it. But thank you for that. Uh, all right, Super D, we're uh Gosh, five minutes away from uh, the weekend almost, really. And Well, we'll do a little bonus round, too. Uh, Time flies. That worked well. I mean, you just kind of cut from one to the next with no uh, commercials in between. Yeah. People like that. They do. I mean, I don't listen, commercial, commercials are important. They are. Yeah. Uh, well, they that, pay the bills, as they say. Pays the bills. But uh, yeah. whenever we can throw something at you that's either got reduced or no commercials in it, we'll do it. Yeah. Exactly. Light beer. Wait, no, that's not what we're talking about. Light beer. <laughs> it's less filling. No, it tastes great. We remember those. We've been programmed. All right, upcoming events. Let's go through that real quick, and then we've got a couple of stories. We'll see if we can tag into the mix here before we break for the weekend. Uh, we have, uh, I mentioned this before, but uh, Nutritional Frontiers is hosting me and Tracy Straup and Judy Mikovits and others. Uh, at a Journey of Healthcare Interactive Summit of Leading Health Experts, August 6th, that's Saturday. And if you can't make it to Pittsburgh and see us, then you can go online, get tickets over at nutritionalfrontiers.com to watch it. Very great education coming through. Autism One's happening August 18th through the 21st in the desert. That is Mesa, Arizona, outside of Phoenix. And we'll look forward to seeing you at that event. Back to Basics, the Foundation of Autism Recovery, Three Pillars of Autism Recovery in Mesa. That's coming up. Also, the United States Health Freedom Congress, the 13th one. It's not annual. It's only called together every once in a while. So this is a special opportunity to rub elbows with the folks that are really passionate. And many times, of, uh, you know, there are giants. In the sh we stand on their shoulders, but they're there often. And we've met so many over the years. And that's the 13th U.S. Health Freedom Congress, Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul, September 23rd and 24th. Then back to Orlando, Hyatt Regency, Orlando, Florida, for the Health Freedom Health and Freedom Summit and Expo. That's the Wellness Pairing Revolution with Terry and Stu Warner. And we got a lot of friends reunioning there. And then the Health Freedom Expo. We'll be back before you know it. Uh, Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago. That is the 15th and 16th of October. And we've made so many lifelong friends at that event. Uh, I would encourage you, if you can be at any or all of them, please plan on it. Uh, otherwise, uh, well, I'll still like you. And it's not, I won't diss you. I won't, I promise. But I'd love to see you there. I would. 
All right, Super D, what else we got before we wrap up here? Um, looking at some of these stories. This is a this is one of my favorite headlines. Why medical freedom is the prerequisite to all other freedoms. Chris Page wrote an op opinion piece originally, uh, I guess, discussed at Borrello et al. versus Hochul et al. And he references, of course, Benjamin Rush. But, you know, as I said, health freedom, I call it. It's a little broader than medical freedom. But certainly health freedom is fundamental to all freedoms because, you know, look, if you don't have health freedom, freedom about your health, your bodily autonomy, then what are you except a slave to someone who claims ownership over you and your body, much less your mind and spirit. So uh, take a look at that. That's up at the Daily Clout. Good piece there. Uh, and finally, the five-second rule is back in the vogue to discuss. Five-second rule. Half of Americans would eat food even from the floor after 10 seconds. Where are all my germaphobe friends? <laughs> How long will you let it sit there and still eat it? That's the question. It's not a question for your dog. Is it? Cat, is it like you. the longer it sits there, like the, the least... But like it, it's not as dirty to me. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, because it's not. I mean, once it hits the floor, it hits the floor. It doesn't yeah. matter if it sits there for five seconds or five 10 seconds, seconds later, you're still okay. No, did you? The you asked that in the uh, the newsletter poll question of the day. Did you not? I did poll question of the day. The average American eats food dropped on the floor about four times a month. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? And the well, options you have there are yep, mm -hmm. five second rule, baby. <laughs> Or maybe once in a while, yeah, yeah. once in a while, uh, or no way, yuck. And then, of course, not sure for those <laughs> of you who are, want to be non-committal and don't really yeah. know. So, where are you at in that? Or shall I answer my question there? Uh, I I am probably the five-second rule guy. That, that's pretty much where I'm at. I think. I yeah, no, I'm I'm fine at home to pick up food that <laughs> fell down. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, if you go out and about or oot in a boot and do it, uh, you know, some strange place, I don't know. You don't know what's going on there. But I think in general, in your own controlled environment, you'll know if it's uh, how bad it is and so you right. survive it. Look, well, look here's the, the ultimate screen. question. If you yeah. needed to guess yeah. what our subscribers yeah. picked, what would you say was the winning uh, vote on that one? Go, show, show the options again. It's uh, five second rule. Yes. Maybe once in a while. Maybe I'm once gonna, in a while. No way. I'm going to say the sure. five second rule wins a little bit over the maybe. That's my, well, my sense. Of it. Here's what happened. Maybe Ooh, once in a while. Maybe, maybe once in a while picked a little bit over. Squeaked in over the five oh. second rule. I just had Followed by the five there. second rule. Followed by no way. Yuck. yuck. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Well, look, I'm still alive. You're still alive, Super D. So the five second rule is working for us. You guys it hasn't failed me yet. Yeah. You guys got to determine it for yourself. We're not telling you what to do. That's not what we do here. But we do occasionally bring on some, actually more, more often than not, really awesome people to go deeper into these subjects. Some of them, which were, it wasn't the lightest uh, topic, so to speak, today in the first hour with Vera Sharav and Scott Shara, but an important one nonetheless. And any day um, I'm willing to take it on, uh, even on a Friday. And I want to thank Eddie Stone as well. He was terrific in, in uh, engaging in that interview. If you have further questions, uh, reach out. I'm sure we'll have him on another time again. But uh, I ask that you do consider that $5 deal. If you like it, stay on it. If you don't, no biggie. You just cancel. No biggie. You can do this. Uh, but the experience should, should be rel relatively apparent for you within the first month to know that you want to stay with it. 
And this is an ongoing cleanse that we must consider, considering the environmental degradation we've all been witnessing in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so 60-second break, immediate break for those listening on the podcast later. We'll be back for a quick bonus round here before we officially begin the weekend. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right, Power to Heal is yours. Oh, all right, I see some funny comments already. I eat with dirty hands. Does that count? <laughs> Jamma City. That's hilarious. Uh, and then uh, Nikki actually had a question where she was asking. You know, I we, we kind of spaced it, didn't we? When we had Eddie Stone on, she was asking. She had mm -hmm. a question about um, that she had some of the Pure Body Extra, and she was worried that it had expired. Oh, right. She now, you know, things in that. colloidal suspension typically will maintain integrity if they're done right and packaged in glass that's uh you know appropriate uh, protection from light they do they use does. the brown glass on these here yeah to... so uh you know unless you see something growing in it i would still take it personally but yeah we'll have to ask them about that i i don't see there's a problem but you yeah. know what i i think i will reach out to eddie personally okay. nikki yeah. so do me a favor and um did you did you email me nikki or not Shoot me an email, askrsb at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the subject line, put zeolite question mm -hmm. so that I, I notice it and it doesn't blend in with the other 3,000 emails that I get every day. Um, <laughs> and I will, I will specifically reach out to Eddie because mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten his email address and I'll ask him that question specifically. Excellent. Very good. Sorry about that. Uh, we got all yeah, got to do an interview and forgot about that so. i see ula finally in the chat room again they've been traveling cross country not figuratively literally traveled all the way to i think arizona and are you back ula are you back on the in north carolina or south carolina i'm sorry and how did it go i mean i've seen some of your updates uh so hopefully it went as well as it looked like it went so uh, safe journey if you're not all the way back home, but hopefully you will be soon, Ula. So I just see you there in the chat room. Uh, let's see what else is going on there. New Mexico, New you Mexico. drove to New Mexico. That's right, yeah. Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah, one state further. You didn't go further. You went far enough, sort of close enough that you should have just come up and visited, but oh well. Oh, you got home last night. All right, welcome. You must be really exhausted. So chill out, recover, get some sunshine with humidity that you missed in New Mexico, probably. Lori's in Iowa. Yeah, I see Lori in Iowa. Pat has a uh, her own version of the five-second rule. What is her version? If it's wet, I don't eat it. If it's dry, I may eat it. Okay, so the, the exchange of floor fluids <laughs> <laughs> is like the limiting factor for Pat. Floor fluids. I yeah. like that. Right. Now, Lori's going to be in... Mace, Arizona for Autism One, so I can't wait to see you. Give you a big hug, Lori, and uh, uh, thanks for that. Wasn't there a, a like a give, send, go, or support for Lori? She lost her husband recently to cancer yeah, for all those years. Hold on a second here. If anybody oh, is feeling so moved to say, "Hey, Lori, want to support you in any way?" Um, that would be nice. It's gone silent as you're looking. I know, you know, I hate, you know, email, it's like a necessity, but 
you know, how often do you like, you're like, oh yeah, that email. And then you go to look for it and you're like, it's like you're not even looking in your own email. Oh, here it is. I found it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to drop this. I'm going to drop this into the chat room. Both of them. Okay. That would be great. Uh, yeah. So what are you doing this weekend? Uh, well, tomorrow morning I have in uh, the Winer Wellness uh, that week. Um, I think either Jamie or Joe from Nutritional Frontiers will be interviewing me in the morning early. And that will be live. I think on Facebook they have it about, I think, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, at noon Eastern time, I'm going to be hanging out with our friends at the Morgellon Support Group for about an hour answering questions. So um, I'll be busy in the morning. Beyond that, I'm not sure. Hopefully garden time. Uh, yeah, I'm almost afraid to look at the calendar nowadays with all the things that pop up that I didn't know I had to do. So I'm just glad my voice hung lasted, and it was probably good that we had a pre-record for second hour because I did that training this morning early for the doctor's group, and then... I uh, had that mm -hmm. interview afterwards, so I've been doing a lot of talking today. Voice is holding Time for up, you to so. just keep your mouth shut. Right? Keep my trap shut. Yeah. Dang it, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, tomorrow's my wife's birthday. Oh, so happy birthday. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have a little get-together. You're going to have a, a home cookout or something? or? It's actually supposed to be a surprise. Uh, oh, sh I, she's not listening. She's she not watching. She probably knows anyway. But, um. It's hard to get anything past her. That's Your true. wife knows all. That's she the does, thing. pretty much. She's like the all-seeing eye. Yeah. But um, anyway, so we'll be doing that tomorrow. And um, I might pick another radish or two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that it's so awesome, funny. Dude. It's so funny to, like, sit here and think that I'm now excited about radishes. I, mean, I love where's that. my life gone, right? Yeah, you know, it's I like radish. I Yay. show my muscles, you show your radishes. It's all yeah. balances out. <laughs> so, anyway. And I'll find out if I indeed won the challenge of the week max out challenge. Mm -hmm. For both gyms, that's a shocker. I didn't realize that might happen. You've been saving it up for this Dude, one. Dude, that's ridiculous. I'm old. What is that? What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live young. Live young. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else I forgot to, to share with you guys this weekend? You did the upcoming events. You're going to get your orange guard if you haven't already. You know what? I've had some friends uh, from around the country reach out to me, and two people mentioned Parkinson's this past week. Hmm. One of them is the older brother of my, my good buddy from high school who passed away a couple of years now, a year plus now, from a massive heart attack. I don't think it was covid related maybe two i don't know how long it's been but anyway he was dealing with the parkinson's and you know he doesn't want to do the medication he knows that doesn't work and i said to him how interesting the timing because anybody that's dealing with neurological degradation like that is also you know associated with heavy metals like mercury oh, yeah. and, and, and aluminum Dude, so i it's... i had him i said get this pure body extra try it for five bucks start it you're probably going to want to stay on it as yeah. a starting point point. and then i talked about some of the other minerals we do you know, it's something that we've talked about for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, it was, it was chelation was like the thing. But, I mean, this to, to have a bottle that you can just spray in your mouth, you know, yeah. three times a day and be able to do that is amazing. It is. It really is. It's it's, it's amazing development here on this show. So, 
and hope uh, hoping hoping that you guys take advantage of that. Now after Sunday, mm-hmm. um, what was he saying? It was yeah, like, there is still a discount available. Uh, and, there and is. It, it's it's not as good. But no, it's like I think it's like fifty bucks off. Fifty your first bucks bottle. off. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Which is great, but uh, I think that on an ongoing basis, you're getting is it twenty percent or twenty bucks off? Like after you get the first one, so it's always that you're not going to pay full retail, which is nice. Right. Uh, and if it works the way it's designed to work for you, and you see it, it's well worth it. So thank you all for your consideration in that regard, for your own health's sake, much less the support for what we do here. Uh, our next AMA is coming up on the, is it next 26. week already? Where are we? Where are the 22nd? So this, this coming Tuesday, Yep. after we have, we got Jerome Corsi scheduled that day. Correct. Been a long time since I've talked with Jerome. Oh, we got Corsi. Jeffrey Jackson on Monday. Correct. Yes. Our one. And Ernest Ramirez, who lost his son after being COVID jabbed. And we, we met for the first time at the uh, Nurse Freedom Network. Um, he's an amazing guy. So, uh, we got some great shows coming up. I can tell you that. I can tell you, I don't think it's mm-hmm. been booked yet, but I think we'll be getting Ammon Bundy back on the show. Oh, good. Ammon. I like Ammon. Uh, not yeah, too long guy. from now. Mm-hmm. Looks like you rescheduled Ari Witten, Energy Blueprint to come back I on. I did. Yeah. He's going to be able until the third. I want to try and get in before yeah. the end of the month, but he'll be with us on the third. Okay. Breathing for energy. Mm-hmm. Kevin um, Sorbo scheduled for the second of August. It looks like, yeah. So we got we got some we got stuff happening, man. Yeah, I'm on. When am I flying out for that? Oh, I think it's Thursday, the fourth. I'm pretty sure because I'm heading early to the uh, Pittsburgh event for Nutritional Frontiers. Yeah. So we might, like we did before, we pre-recorded. Remember with uh, Jonathan Emord for that the, the fourth. Make a note on the fourth that we'll have to pre-record something. Because I'll be flying out that day. All right, so August fourth. August fourth is a Thursday. An encore. Yeah. Okay. Well, an encore or a pre-record with uh, Emord, like we did before. He was he was flexed, and we did that. It was a good show. And then the fifth, I'll be broadcasting live from Pittsburgh. Okay. So maybe sounds cool. We do have a guest on the fifth. Who is scheduled? Sam Anthony Sam from Anthony Your News. From Your News. Okay. Because yep. I, I may want to get Judy Mikevitz on or Tracy. We'll see what happens. But anyway, yep. got it going on. Anything else in the chat room before we wrap up? Thank you all for being here again. Bye, Michael Bolden. Glad you had a good time with it. Hey, hey, hey. Parkinson's, lots of new cases, DJ Katie says as well. Uh, lots of good guests coming up. Yes. The most radical act you can do is grow your own food. Super Don. Uh-huh. from Chris. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about my radishes. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I, I probably would not have gone out of my way to eat a radish. Uh-huh. But, but that you've grown it yourself. It's my radish. Yeah. So, yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Thank you all for well, being here. Wonderful weekend ahead. Plan for it. And uh, don't get eaten by your little doggies there. I know. They're, they're, they're ready to get out. They're ready to get out. We'll get out and go and get into that garden, Farmer Have Don. a good weekend, you guys. I know it's really super hot in a lot of places, so try and stay cool. Avoid the heat stroke. <laughs> and we'll. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Laters, taters. Taters.